Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. We're doing things a little bit differently today, and fair warning, I'm going to be telling some stories, but they're important to set the stage for the message I want to convey. So I've mentioned this on Instagram before, but in case you haven't heard it, when I was a teenager, I had a pretty big problem with authority. And while it didn't serve me well back then, it has certainly served me well as an adult. So mom, if you're listening to this, sorry, not sorry. Why am I telling you this? Because I want you to have a problem with authority too. When it comes to the consultants you work with, while they are the experts and you definitely need them to grow your business, I want you to be sure that you know enough about what you're passing off to know if they're doing a good job or at the very least, Not be afraid to speak up when something doesn't feel right to you. Don't just take them at their word. Now, I'm certainly not a conspiracy theorist, and I don't think everyone is out to screw each other over. But I have learned that many of these consultants, especially developers, will do things the quick and easy way for them without considering how you're going to manage it all on your own later. And look, I'm not mad. It makes sense from their point of view. But as the CEOs of our businesses, it's up to us to do our due diligence and protect our interests. And I know this because I've been through this shit more than once. If you've listened to the intro of my podcast, then you've heard me say, I'm sharing the things I learned the hard way so you don't have to. And I mean it. After being the only employee of a seven-figure e-commerce store for three years, I've worked with a lot of developers, SEO agencies, marketing agencies, etc. And while I knew a good amount of things about e-commerce, I didn't know all the things. So I had to trust in what these people were doing because they were the experts. But as I said, I learned pretty quickly that I needed to make sure I was doing my own research and sticking up for myself. A great example of this was the first website we had for the business. I wasn't technically the e-commerce manager yet, and I had a ton of other responsibilities in my existing position, so I wasn't at all involved in the initial decisions or setup. The company had used a consultant to do that. She had a particular developer she worked with at the time, and I had no direct access to him. Red flag number one. Additionally, he was based in India, so we often struggled with the time difference and getting things done quickly. The site they built was on Magento, and it used a pre-built theme. It's very similar to what you experience on Shopify. 
And when they customize the theme to fit our branding, instead of using the pre-built theme options, you know, you go into the CMS and you pick your colors and your fonts and things like that, they hard-coded everything. So when I tried to tweak something using those theme options, everything they had done was just overwriting that and nothing worked. There was also a time when I asked about adding videos to our products. They sent me a quote for some ridiculous number of hours that it was going to be, and it was going to be expensive, and we were just getting started. So I decided, let me just do a bit of my own research and see what I could figure out. Turns out, the theme already had the ability to add videos, and if they had ever given me the documentation, I could have figured that out much faster. Here's the thing. If you are a small business owner and you need a developer to make simple updates like adding a banner to your homepage or updating a text color, something's probably not right. And I've already worked with numerous clients who, when they first came to me, they had these super customized, hard-coded websites and they couldn't change anything on their own. And hey, when you're a big-ass business making a shit ton of money and you can afford to have a developer on retainer to make those kinds of updates for you, that's awesome. But why would you want to? Especially if there's actually a way for them to add it into your content management system, you know, where you go to make those edits on your own. Or you could give it to a team member who doesn't cost nearly as much as a developer. The other place I see this happen a lot is with the Klaviyo email marketing platform. So I've worked with multiple clients who had their initial setup done by other agencies and turns out that they actually fucked it up. One of those clients even ended up with all of her emails going into the junk box. And one of my most recent clients worked with another agency. She waited months to have her migration from another platform completed only to figure out they didn't actually do it correctly. And after she struggled, she reached out to her network to find somebody, you know, a referral to help her. And that's how she ended up finding me. And now I'm going to go in and fix stuff for her. And I'm so happy to do it. Like I want to support and help these people, especially when it comes to just Klaviyo, right? Because I love the platform, but e-commerce too, Because I, you know, I help with all of that stuff and I'm happy I get to do it, but it's fucking bullshit. They shouldn't have to pay someone to fix something that they paid someone else to do. It really drives me batty. And it's one of the main things that keeps me motivated in this business as I meet more and more of these female entrepreneurs who, you know, no one's looking out for them. It's become one of the pillars of my brand. I want to make sure badass female entrepreneurs aren't getting fucked over by shitty consultants. And why when I work with clients, I explain the why and the how behind everything I do, even if they don't want me to. Truth is, most of you guys just want it done for you, which I totally get. But I'm going to teach anyway, because that's how I roll. And ultimately, I want you to work with me because you want to, not because you have to. Okay, so I've rambled on long enough. Thanks for sticking through that. 
And now the question is, how do you avoid getting yourself into these situations in the first place? The first thing is, you need to recognize when something isn't right. And that comes with a little bit of research and a little bit of intuition. For me, I didn't always know what the right way was, but I knew something was off. Yeah, running a website and email marketing and all that, it takes work. But it shouldn't be cumbersome and difficult and like so trying and taxing every day just to do these little things. And please know, if you need to ask your developer to change a homepage banner, that's not normal. If you see a dip in revenue or your email start going into junk when you switch to a new platform or switch to Klaviyo, that's not normal. If you have Google Analytics hooked up to your site, but the data is wrong and it says you have no traffic or it's not tracking conversions, that's not normal. So here's the thing. I want you to ask questions. I want you to challenge what feels wrong. Do your due diligence. Try a couple Google searches. Get a second opinion. Do all of this before you sign on the dotted line. Lean on your communities. Talk to other people who are also e-commerce entrepreneurs. Come to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Ask your questions there. I am happy to help. DM me on Instagram, whatever it is. I will definitely chime in and help. And I mentioned this before, but I just want to remind you that you really do need to educate yourself on things before you hand them over to someone. Ultimately, it's going to save you so much money and heartache in the end. I promise you that is true. And outsourcing is important. You need to do that in order to scale, but you've got to own everything that happens in your business too. So don't be afraid to speak up. And if you're paying someone to provide a service for you, you have every right to ask them to explain their logic and process, the why and the how behind what they're doing. And if you, you know, if you're looking for a specific functionality or a feature and they're telling you that it's not doable, search the internet. Seriously, I can't even count how many times I have sent documentation to my developers on how to accomplish certain things that I was looking for. And it doesn't make them shitty developers or mean they were going out of their way to like screw me over. They can't know everything either. Nobody can know everything. But like I said, because you are the CEO, it's up to you to challenge that. And it's up to you to take those extra steps and get what you really need out of it. And if you've ever been in this situation, don't feel bad about it, right? I mean, it's happening to enough people that I recorded a fucking episode. and. You know what? I said that in my last episode too, but it's true. So the point here is you need all of those people. It's how you are going to grow your business. But your intuition is strong, my friend, very strong. And doing it the quick and easy way for them is not always the right way for you. And I encourage you to stick up for yourself ask questions, even if it's uncomfortable. That's part of being a CEO and take to Google if they're telling you something's not possible. Okay. This was a quick one today. I, 
I hope that this is firing you up to take a little bit more control when you are working with consultants. And that goes if you're working with me too. You're working with a marketing person or an e-commerce strategist. And even if it's me, challenge me too. That's your job as the CEO. And I'm going to leave you with that today. Until next time, I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass. 